The following audio is via a Skype call. When was the last time you did something that would take you closer to a life that you'd love? Get answers to this and many other life-changing questions on Grow Your Soul Radio. Ignite your inner magic and learn the art of life mastery with Jane Matanga. Jane will unlock and help you reclaim the magic in your life. Take an inspiring journey with Jane as you receive guidance toward the path of your greatest dreams and desires as she helps you reach success as you make powerful changes that will get you back on track and keep you there. Discover insightful tools, world wisdoms, and exercises in this hit call-in show. Transform and awaken your inner light right now on Grow Your Soul Radio. Hey, everybody. Awesome. Welcome. Welcome. This is Grow Your Soul Radio, and I'm Dr. Pat, and I get to hang out with Jane Matanga every month because this is about how to ignite your inner magic. Let me tell you a little bit about Jane before we get started here. Today's show is one of those shows, if if you all have not shared any of the Dr. Pat shows with your family, with your friends, this is the show you're going to want to, to give them. I've interviewed thousands of people over the past 15 years, and every once in a while, somebody will come on and they'll talk about forgiveness and they'll talk about letting go, but no one has ever taken apart forgiveness the way Jane Matanga has done. Today, you're going to be able to choose because how to forgive someone who has hurt you 15 steps. And on Facebook Live, you're going to see a whole bunch of images about these. It's all about forgiving. But forgiveness is not what you think it is. Jane works with people all over the world when it when it comes to looking at how she brings forward both Eastern and Western healing modalities so you can understand how to heal from the inside, on the outside, and carve your own enlightened path. So today, beyond all of the work she does in the world, beyond her corporate background, she and I have very similar experiences, there are a few things in our lives that we have had to figure out how to forgive. A few, like a lot. Jane, welcome to the show. Happy to be here. It's a very important topic. It's really, it's one of the most important things we need yeah. to learn as a life lesson. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's because if you don't pay attention to forgiveness, it really disempowers you. And you and your thoughts continue to occupy all that positive space you could have in your life where you could be living your life and being really happy and at peace. And instead you're thinking about something that might've been in the past or something that hurts you. And we, we all spend way too much time doing that and not living in our present happy moments. And it's just such an important concept to get. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. how to forgive someone and to be able to move on. I mean, Life is really like a play and, and it has so many acts in it and a lot of characters. We've, we've all had a bunch of characters in our lives and we've all been hurt. And we've all had people who have not been nice to us. And um, 
the key the key to it is really not to spend a lot of time on that. You know, I mean, they're there for a reason to teach you a lesson or maybe it's time to move on and, and be with your tribe and not be with someone who isn't supportive and raises you higher. And that's the lesson. But we need to pay attention to it and learn how to disconnect from a situation that is not bringing us peace or happiness. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think this is so important. And the reason I love the way you're approaching this is I looked at these 15 things and I thought to myself, you know, each one of them, we're going to talk about independently, but then we're going to talk about them collectively because as I was going through getting getting ready for the show today, I thought about my life and I thought, Jane is someone that is, you're someone helping people all over the world. And sometimes some people come in with one of these, two of these, three of these. Some people come in and, you know, I was wounded for a lot of decades. I really was. I didn't know it though. I didn't know it. Um, But what is forgiveness about? Let's start there. Because I used to think, oh, I'm never going to forgive, blah, blah, blah. But it's not about that, is it? It really isn't. You know, it's really not about um, letting somebody off the hook who hurt you or did something cruel and, and caused you pain and suffering. The key about forgiveness is really letting you off the hook so you can get out of that mental space which is so debilitating for us. It's so disempowering and it's so, it just zaps your energy. And when you're thinking about something that happened in the, in the past, you are not in your power and you are allowing all those negative energies to really muddy up any happiness you could have in your present moment. And, um, you know, we just really need to, to, to learn to just move on to the next act, to be able to yeah. to see the larger picture and, and get the lesson or yeah. just know that it's time for us to move on and not take it personally. Yeah. That there are some people that are serving a purpose in our lives specifically at a certain time, and then it's time for us to move away from that and move to somebody else or another situation that is really for our higher mm-hmm. good or for our betterment. And that's going to make us happier. Boy. And well, sometimes we don't pay attention to that. Well, sometimes, I don't know about you, but people think about me and you, we're sitting here like we've stepped into the entire, and we've, ste- we've stepped into the enlightenment pot of gold. But I got to tell you, I stepped into a lot of other things before I stepped into the enlightenment particle. So what's step one? Let's start there. Because when I saw your step one, I thought, oh, we're starting out with that. It's really moving on. You know, it's moving away from, you know, when you are thinking about something that happened in the past, you ha- what you have to realize is that's no longer really in your physical reality mm-hmm. or in your physical space. It's in your mind. Mm-hmm. And you're allowing that to get replayed when you really should be in your present moment enjoying your life and mm-hmm. not allowing that to destroy any present happiness that you could mm-hmm. have. And mm-hmm. then you just re- you really need to reconnect to you. You need to reconnect to your happiness and to and make an agreement with yourself that 
connecting back to your wholeness and your spirit. And it can be difficult, as you say. I mean, we've all been hurt and and gone through some suffering. I mean, that's mm-hmm. how we learn in this life. And it is a difficult thing to do. There's no easy way of saying it. It is it is difficult when you're going through a tough time to learn forgiveness and and make the shift. But we need to make that agreement with ourselves so that we stay connected to a better place. And so if we do that and we get really mindful of that, when we know we're starting to shift into that mindset, we're going to be so much happier. And, you know, just be in a more harmonious, more aligned, happier place. Uh, you know, and if we don't pay attention to that, it's so easy to sink back into like old habits, you know? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I love what you call this. And I want to be clear to everybody about this because you're going to hear some things you've not heard before around forgiveness. Step one, move on to your next act. You know, my grandmother used to talk about this a lot with her Italian accent and stuff. You know, and she would talk about it in terms of yelling at my grandfather, so to speak, that, you know, she would talk about him and say, you know, in Italian, in her own words, in a couple curse words, hurry up, finish the antipast, finish the antipast, the brajol is ready. And so what that means is finish that act and let's move on. And this step one is move on to your next act. And I love that you're starting on with that. Um, Step two, I found so powerful because after move on to your next step, there'd be be something logical. But what you're saying is so important. I had to stop here. Reconnect to your spirit. Oh, my gosh. That was so hard for me at one of my events. Tell us about that because you made it step two. And I love that you did. You know, it's it's it, who we are is is love and kindness and alignment and happiness and joy, and that's when we're when we allow ourselves to get to really kind of meld into this state of unhappiness and and sit there. It's really we're out of alignment, and we're not connected to our spirit and who we truly are, and that's that brings us unhappiness because you feel it in your body. You. You feel the tension, you feel the stress, you have this like inner knowing it's you're un, it's an uneasiness and unrest and you're not at peace. And it really affects everything in your life. I mean, your work, your friends, your ships, your everything, just everything is just gets enveloped in this energy and this anger, if you will, or this discontentment and, uh, it's it's very debilitating, you know, if you stay there. And so it's really so important to get this, that you really need to, it's just for your highest good and your happiest, Yeah. yeah. you know, and that's where we're all meant to be, to be happy. Yeah, yeah. well, I like what you said about this, you know, uh, and, and we're going to share, by the way, folks, we're going to, we're going to share these 10 uh, steps, uh, excuse me, 15 steps. They're going to be available on Jane's site. Um, one of the things that you talk about is to stay connected to spirit, even in the most difficult times. Stay connected. 
because this connection will allow for harmony. Harmony is, I got to say, in my top 10 of favorite words and ideas, harmony is. Um, and that connection to spirit will guide us. Um, and then that leads to my next uh, thing to talk with you about with step three. Boy, if we could learn this one, Jane, our lives would change. Yeah. Don't go to sleep angry. Wow. Yeah. It really affects everything. I mean, you know, it's you, you don't want to use that very important subconscious time when you're sleeping. You want to go to bed on a really positive note. Visualize how great your day is going to be. Think about all the positive things in your life, all your gratitude and all the loving peer, you know, relationships that you have instead of being immersed in something that you're unhappy about and just going to sleep and sitting with all of that all night long because it really does affect your subconscious mind and it, it affects the way your day will start the next day and your week. Um, so you need to choose it consciously to be in alignment when you go to sleep at night. Think about good things and it really helps you to think positive and loving thoughts. And you feel better when you do that. It affects your health. You know, say to yourself, I'm peaceful. I'm content. I am loving. I am going to attract only good things into my life and think only good thoughts and, and, and come from my highest self and be true to myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because if you, Mm. if you don't, it's, you know, it, you wake up and you're, you're unhappy already, you know, and the day hasn't even started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is this quote that I've heard you use uh, from Neville. I, 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 can't, I can only tell you about the time that somebody handed me Neville's books. I could only tell you about what that was like. And this is where I was in my enlightenment. I thought it was the singer, the guy, that, <laughs> the singer, right? Uh, you, you know, and so that this is me on my journey, but the books were not about that. And I, I think the quote that you have is in sleep, man impresses the subconscious. And I don't know about you, but boy, I don't want to impress the subconscious with anger. And if we could remember that, we would work a little bit harder about how we go to sleep. Yes, it's very important what Neville Goddard said in in and in you know your impersonal life is how important your subconscious is and that's what you connect to when you're you know in in yoga and when you're mm-hmm. in the space in between when you're in meditation it's very powerful it's very powerful mm-hmm. and it's how you connect to uh your peace and your alignment and and love and just the kindness that you, that you, that we are and the love mm-hmm. that we are. It's mm. very, very, it, it's a very good way to reinforce that, to, to be positive and, and to go to bed peacefully, you know, mm-hmm. and to make peace with things, you know, put, put things in perspective so that you can switch the focus and, and be productive and be happy. And the only way we can do that is when we mm-hmm. are in alignment and being angry and staying in suffering is not going to bring you happiness. It's, it's not going to make your day or your week better or, or your relationships better. It's, it's staying in a negative depowering um, field. 
of yeah. consciousness and, yeah. and you don't want that. It's, it's very, very unhealthy and it does, it can really affect your health if you stay angry and if you stay upset or if you're constantly, you know, blaming somebody else or focusing on what somebody should have done that you're unhappy with, you know, so we're only responsible for ourselves and the actions that we take. And so that's a reminder that we have to own it. You know, we have to own how we're going to wake up in the morning, how our day is going to be, and we're responsible for what we think yeah. and how we act. You know, I love these. And, you know, that's step three, don't go to sleep angry. And, you know, we're talking about what it means, forgiving others. What does it mean? What are the, what, what are the core, what are the nuggets when we talk about this? What are we saying? Uh, we're not even asking anybody to do anything here. We're not asking people to, you know, walk up or show compassion or send them love. I mean, this we're starting at the basics here. And this these are important to start here. Uh, the, the other one I want to talk about here before we uh, jump ahead to the next segment is, you know, is, boy, man, I got to tell you, this one is a tough one. S- step four. Switch the focus from blaming others to understanding yourself. What did Jane just say? Switch the focus from blaming others to understanding yourself. Well, we're going to have to break this one apart a little bit. Let's talk about the first part of that. Let's talk about switching the focus because I think there are three parts. There's switch the focus there's blaming others, and then there's understanding yourself. This has got to be the trifecta of human potential right here. So how important is it to switch the focus? Whenever you're upset over somebody else's actions, your focus is off of happiness. And what you're holding on to is an inner conflict. And when you're, because you can't control somebody else's action and you, all you can do is shift your own mental thinking because you can never understand why somebody says something or why somebody does something unless you're really walking into their shoes and you have the same lifespan that they do, you have the same upbringing that they do and you're literally walking in their shoes step for step you cannot judge someone else. So you have to take ownership of that back and that experience without blaming somebody else. So you, re, you need to reconnect to yourself and understand why you are feeling some kind of attachment to that feeling or blaming somebody. And just, and just really allow an experience, you know? Allow the feelings, allow the emotion and without any judgment, without any blame, without blaming yourself or holding yourself responsible or anybody else. So you're taking back your power when you do that. Very important concept. Yeah. You know, it's interesting about switching your focus. I love that we're talking about this. Um, uh, you know, uh, in, uh, in, in steps, And what I mean by that is when I think about switching your focus, uh, I've gotten a bad rap over my lifetime, Jane, for being the one that when something crazy happens, 
I go off and I'm like, I got to go to a movie. And so people say, okay, you're skirting the issue or you're, what, what do they say? What is that term? You're avoiding. And I'm like, no, I just need to step away. Yeah. Uh, I need to step away. Or I'll say, I got to go play ping pong, table tennis. Uh, it's not that I'm not going to come back to it, but I do need a break from it because it's so easy to go from hurt to blame to shame. Yes. Right. So talk yeah, about so what you're blame. doing is you're unplugging yeah. oh, from yeah. that. Yeah. Talk about blame because blaming. Oh man. Wow. And then how, how is, understanding ourselves can help us. Yeah. Blaming is um, blame and guilt are really killers uh, for for anyone to hold on to. It's uh, you're just not in your power and you are you hold you know that's something that when you're there, you hold on to it and you're you're just totally in your emotion and in your feeling and you know, looking at all the reasons why somebody's doing something and then needing to figure that out or what made them do that. And we spend all this needless time. Mm -hmm. thinking about why did they say this or why did they do that? We'll never know. So we're, Mm -hmm. we're, we're spending all this needless energy and time and emotion and sadness and when we could be happy. So just learning to to be mindful of that. I mean, we're going to make mistakes and we're going to shift back into that. That's part of being human Mm -hmm. and, and learning from an experience, but it's when we can step back and recognize that, and be really free, you know, free ourselves up from our expectations and our emotions and get back into self-mastery. And when we realize that we're going there, that's when we get back into self-mastery. And so we can bypass all of that unhappiness and wondering and worrying about things that we have absolutely no control on. We can't control anybody else and what they do and what they're thinking. And we'll never understand why they hurt us or why they did or or even a situation why something happened if you will that caused us pain and suffering or whether it was an illness or whether it was anything Mm -hmm. that might be classified as something super challenging in our lives so um so instead we should really just understand ourselves and and you know why is this is causing us um stress or why is this causing um, us unhappiness? And so we, by thinking about that and putting it back on us, we're taking back our responsibility for how we choose to think, respond, and feel. Instead of waiting for somebody else mm. to do something, which might never happen um, because they may not think at all in the way that we do because they haven't experienced life in the same way. If we can not respond to that and just come back to us and just just understand you know why this we're allowing this to affect us in this way so if we can change the way we are perceiving that you know then we then we can take back our power and uh we can look at things on the bright side and then we're so much we have so much more potential to be happy Mm. When mm-hmm. we do that, instead of being a victim or choosing yeah. to be a victim or, you know, spending all that time on 
something that is we don't have any control over and it's really time not well spent you know for yeah. us it's yeah. because yeah. it's not making us happy so well and that kind of leads to if we can do those things now we can talk about letting go or learning to let go and you have uh, you know you have outlined three steps around learning to let go Step five, avoid telling people what to do. Oh, really? That one everybody is familiar with. Step six, learn to let go. And step seven, take responsibility for your part. Let's talk about these three because they're so important when we can learn the interaction of these three things together, aren't they? Yeah, um, you know, we do have, you know, uh, sometimes an inclination to step in and and make judgments and decide for people. And instead of what we're not good at is we're really good at telling people when they tell us a story. And then we, in a way, we kind of judge. And instead of listening, Mm -hmm. we're like talking. So we should be paying attention to people. And and instead of being judgmental and, and rendering some kind of opinion or advice, just replace that with allowing just allow whatever they're saying whatever they're doing let them talk and just see all of that unfolding and just just allow it instead of you know without listening we're already going there most of us and making a judgment and rendering a decision without really just experiencing what somebody else has to say or just being in that moment and free of kind of frustration from our judgment or uh, those who might not be doing what we think they should be doing. And so we're holding them in our own expectation. And that really binds you up. Mm. So what we need to do is we need to learn to let go, you know, rather than attempting to um, kind of dominate somebody else, we need to be more tolerant, you know, and, and be, what I've read, and I love this phrase, be more like water, you know, like Mm. just flow and soften our hard edges because sometimes we just get into our opinion and we, we think we know what's best for somebody else's life. And, and we have a very strong opinion about it. And instead we should like soften that edge that we have to, to people who might have a differing opinion of what we think they should do. And so we should interfere less and and substitute all of that for listening instead well, of directing and just, you know. Um, well, isn't this part of looking at the act and seeing what part of that situation am I responsible for? I used to have a boss, Jane, and every time I went in her room, I... I would go in there and the next thing I know, I didn't even open my mouth and Mary Louise Smith would say, don't even start talking until you can tell me what part of problem you were. Says, because I know you're in here and you got some problem. So what part of problem? And it used to make me a little bit crazy. I would be furious at her over that, but she is the one that taught me how to do that. And I would say to her, no, I'm not... How could I be, how could I be responsible? It's really interesting. We have to really look at what role, if any, we had. And when we recognize that it may not be a direct role, 
there might be a piece, even in how we perceive the scenario, right, Jane? That's right. And 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 instead of looking at things in a judgmental and then um, kind of directing them what what we think they ought to do, wouldn't it be wonderful if we could come up with a solution, you know, mm-hmm. or something that would be a positive thing? And that's what you're talking about, a positive thing where we can uh, uh, just allow ourselves to experience and watch what they're doing and what they're experiencing from their own perspective, but even come up with a solution together or like a brighter side, a positive aspect, something that might be more positive for them and, you know, for their situation, as opposed to, you know, making a judgment, you know, like, a, um, you know, this is what you should yeah. do or just yeah. be open in, in listening and, and, not directing, but just, and that's what you were talking about, what mm-hmm. your boss was teaching you. Yeah. Come up with a solution. Don't give yeah. me a problem. Yeah. Don't come up with something negative. Yeah. Let's, right? Yeah. No, that is it. And why would we do that? We're going to take a short break. Here's why we would do it. Because in the end, we are all looking to be happy. Even if you're saying to yourself, nope, not looking to be happy. Somewhere inside of you, if it's not happiness, it's peace. It's peace. That soft, quiet voice that allows you to be you. When we come back, we're going to take a look at what is creating a happier life really look like and what is the role of forgiveness in doing that. Jane Matanga, when we come back, going to give you lots of information about Jane. We'll be right back. Are you done being afraid to jump into the life that's waiting for you? Are you ready for a real shift? I invite you to tune in every Tuesday with me, Tracy L, on the Tracy L. Clark Show, where we will teach you how to live your extraordinary life. At 8 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio, where I will provide the tools and the steps needed to help you transcend perceived limitations and move forward with an extraordinary life. For more information, visit me at TracyLClark.com. If you've ever had a broken heart, you know how painful that can be and how long it can sometimes take to heal it. I'm Megan Edge, author of The Heart's Journey, Healing Hearts, Oracle Cards, and Guidebook, published with Balboa Press and Hay House. In The Heart's Journey, I share with you my own heartbreak and how I healed it through the beautiful hearts that found me in nature. From taking photographs of these hearts for myself I've created this beautiful toolkit, which includes the guidebook, which has my story, how to work with Oracle cards as a healing tool, and the story of each of these hearts as they cross my path. I've also created a beautiful journal. There's a pen, a bookmark, and of course, the 42 Healing Hearts Oracle cards. You can order the Hearts Journey Healing Hearts Oracle cards and guidebook through my website, meganedge.ca, through Balboa Press, Amazon, and many other places online or your local shops. I look forward to hearing about your heart's healing. Practice living in wholeness with the body tune-up. Six classes for $89 designed for radical self-healing and self-regeneration. Heal the deepest root of any challenge. The mental body was programmed in negativity. Not good enough. Separate from source. You're too much. You'll never make it. 
the emotional body holds all the pain and trauma of emotional suppression, all the pain from this life and life's past. The spiritual body is the place you connect with your higher power, your higher self, with the image and likeness of the one. The physical body houses and expresses the other three bodies every day. Go to corneliastephanie.com. Evolve, become a practitioner. We need to heal, integrate, and bring into wholeness and harmony the physical body, addressing all the other bodies in order to live in our true, authentic nature. Everybody, welcome back. This is Grow Your Soul Radio with very special host here, Jane Matanga. I'm Dr. Pat. I get to sit in and hang out with her on this fabulous show. Now, today we're talking about how to forgive. And what Jane has put together is how to forgive someone who has hurt you 15, not just the steps, but a brief description and explanation of what they are and what you can do. And you're going to be able to get this if you go to her website. And for those of you that are listening here, uh, we'll make sure that this is available for you to download. Jane, let's talk about, before we get into creating a happier life, how can people find out more about you? How can they work with you? Because I needed help to, to really move beyond my stuckness. How can people work with you and get the help they need here? They can contact me by going through my website, which is info at enlightened-path.com. They can also call me at 203-631-4275. And I will talk to you and we'll discuss privately uh, 30 minutes or more to talk about what specifically we can create mm -hmm. for a better life for you and then decide what path to move forward on. And that's, you know, I think that's the best way to approach um, anyone for um, really working together and just aligning and just um, deciding what is really needed. And, mm -hmm. um, and we can do that together. Yeah, and I love it. And for those of you out there, uh, when you go to Jane's website, you're going to take a look on what she does and how she does it. And in doing that, what you're going to find is life mastery coaching, couples coaching, because a lot of time, you know, we don't live on our own planet. So there usually is other people involved in this. You're going to be able to find angel card readings, uh, birth card readings, crystal readings, all of the above, but most importantly, you're going to find Jane, who has a lifetime and some incredible intuitive gifts to bring to this to help you move on. Uh, let's go back to the list, okay, because this is important. Listen, creating a happy life, and now we're going to open up the door for step eight, nine, and 10, and 11. And these are all related in a lot of ways. But right out of the gate, resentment. Oh, my gosh. Resentment is the number one offender, boy. It, it, it definitely is. It really gets you stuck in a big way. It just is something that hangs on to you if you allow it. 
and your whole life is is colored by it. And so it's so easy for us to get into judgment and, you know, uh, allow ourselves to stay in anger or over some dispute and, uh, you know, go through our laundry list of, you know, why they shouldn't have done it or why they shouldn't have said it and uh, try to figure out, you know, and spend all this needless time trying to really understand what made them say it it's just not time well spent. It's not bringing you happiness. Uh, it's We need to reverse that thinking because that's really habitual thinking. We get used to reacting on a situation in a habitual way. And, we, and we're not like hitting the pause button to rethink that because when we stay there, it's it's anger, it's frustration, it's stress that affects your health. It's not bringing you happiness or joy. So we have to come back to that every single time we go into that mode. And if we say to ourselves, well, how is this serving my happiness? And is it really where I want to be? Do I want to be in this place of anger and frustration and judgment? And what does that do for me? You know, and how does that make me feel? So we need to end that kind of mental talk that we do to ourselves and remember that there, no bad situation and no storm lasts forever. And usually when we go through something, we can learn something by it. So that's what we need to remember and we just need to let go so that we can move on and be free. It's a matter mm-hmm. of being free because mm-hmm. we're not free when we hang on to resentment. We're not happy when we or joyful. So it doesn't serve us in any way. Yeah. I mean, there are a couple of other things here, too, when we look at this, creating a happier life. I love this step nine. Be kind instead of right. Wow. Man. Uh, You know, I have a friend that says, do you want to be free or do you want to be right? And I always think about, really? And, you know, I get what he's saying, but be kind instead of right. That is something that could open the heart. Yeah, in a big way, because when you're so worried about being right, you're just not in your heart space and you're being very judgmental. It's very rigid and it's you're always in conflict then with that person if you are, are in that mental space. And, you know, if somebody is is not treating you well, that's their that's their stuff. That's not your stuff. You know, you don't own any of that. And so you only have control over you, how you respond to doing things, how you process it, and how you choose to go forward and live. So if you choose to hang on to the anger because someone treated you badly, you're not responsible for that. So it's mm-hmm. you're contributing to the whole negative aspect of it instead of moving on. And just being happy and being free of that, moving on to your next place instead of worrying about rightness or, you know, like one upsmanship or like, well, how can I Mm. prove that I'm right and what I think is is better, more meaningful and just better than what they are. It's just a difference of opinion and it's okay that you don't agree. Um, It's fine. You don't have to. It's learning to depersonalize yourself from what you've heard other people say. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't have to attach yourself to that in that way. You can just step back and be more like an observer 
and think, well, that's interesting. Maybe I've never thought of it like that before, or let me think about that, you know, instead of making a judgment or saying, oh, no, that's not right. It just allows you to be so much freer and happier. Well, Jane, uh, uh, here's the question, because this really leads to looking ahead at what we want to do to be in the present moment. And there are two things, you know, one, that same Mary Louise Smith example finally turned around to me and said, I want you to take your coworkers out to dinner. I thought I was going to die. You know, here I am having these issues and she wants me to take them out and pay for lunch for them. And that has to do with this idea of if we can be kind, we can give. Now, I'm not saying to take your offender out to lunch, but it doesn't mean that we don't start to look at ways to give instead of looking for when they're going to mess up and offend you again. So if they're going to mess up and offend me again, it's very difficult. Let's talk about step 12, 13, and 14 uh, and, and, and 15. This is where at some point in time, we got to make an agreement to say, I, you know what? I am in the present moment. I am not in the past moment. And I am not in the future waiting for this person to mess up so they can offend me again. I'm right here now. Step 12, don't live in the past, be present. Boy, I'll tell you, if we could get that one, whoa, half the battle. That's a big one. It's uh, often because we're not living in the present. We spend Mm -hmm. way too much time. There have been surveys. I can't remember the percentage of time that scientists have actually studied it and said, you know, we rethink you know, past events over and over and over again. And we live there and we spend so much time in the in the past and thinking about things that were negative or that hurt us or a bad situation or an illness that went on too long or people that disappointed us. And, uh, you know, you can, the list can go on. So that's the reason you need to live in the present because you're, you're spent, you're not enjoying life when you're looking at all those things that are past. So you learn your lesson, you moved on and that's where you need to be. It's, it's the importance of letting that go. And because we can assign our energy and our alignment and our happiness and joy to being in this now period and time. So we don't have to think about 10 years ago over and over again, we need to practice living in the moment. So by appreciating all the beauty that's around us everywhere and our good friends and all the things that we're grateful for, our families, our extended families, our health, our loving relationships that we're around us and all those things. And that's how you can be present. Yeah. I I mean, what would you say about this idea of being present, not living in the, in the past and If you're in the present, you're not avoiding what is in front of you. And that's step 13. Embrace your challenging times. See, a lot of times we want to go to the past, but we want to go to the future because we don't want to look at what what today is about. Yeah, we live in uh, there. There is an intelligent higher power. You can call it many things. You can call it source. 
you can call it God, you can call it higher power, you can, whatever you want to call it, there is a divine intelligence system and a creative force that supports us all. And as, as hard as it is to acknowledge, you know, some of these really tough things that all of us go through, and we all do, because we're all so connected on this human plane, we've all been through incredibly challenging times. I haven't met one person in my practice or in my life that hasn't had multiple challenging times. So, but every spiritual advance that you make accompanies that. It accompanies some type of challenge in your life because that's how we learn. Those dark times are not accidents. They are tough, they're challenging, um, but they allow us to open up in ways that, for our spiritual growth that we would never have otherwise. If things were easy, if, if everything was routine and if, if just we didn't have some of these bumps in the roads to make us pay attention, we wouldn't be shifting and learning because we're creatures of habit. So sometimes it takes a, a situation or an accident or a, a breakup or some kind of period of challenge for us to really wake up and look at our life in a different way. And, and and own that and, and say, you know, maybe this really happened for a better reason. Now, I'm not in this job I really can't stand because I was comfortable and I, I didn't want to leave because yeah. I was just so comfortable there and I was miserable. And until I was pushed to the extent that I couldn't go in every day because it was just making me physically ill to be there for whatever reason, bosses that are unreasonable or that you're working so many hours that you don't have a personal life, you know, with your friends and your family. So this is how it happens. You know, it's that divine intelligence that happens. It's kind of that nudge that says, wait a minute, I need to wake up and take a look at this. Like there's a reason and a lesson in this. So let's embrace that, understand it, accept it, and then transform our life by it. I mean, that's the reason for the challenge. Yeah, and I think that leads to the next step, which I think it, it, it kind of goes together with these two um, and uh, with the, the, the uh, embrace your challenging times, refrain from judgment. Um, and, you yeah. know, I think that's something we can practice 24-7. We don't have to wait for the big shoe to drop, right, to practice that. We can practice a level of awareness for ourselves where we're watching to see, oh, did, did we just really think that about that or that person or that child or this or that, right? Because we need to right. practice this one a lot before something big does happen. Yes. Um, you know, when we stop judging and we just observe without making a judgment or without being critical or without going into that habitual place that we have a tendency to go, you're just so much more peaceful mm. and you're going to find yourself just so much happier and just free of all that negative stuff and energy mm -hmm. and resentment or anger. You know, it's so easy to be challenged today. You know, um, if you watch the news, there's so much negative news on, there's so much, if you focus on that, it's, it can be very debilitating. So it's being an observer, it's stepping back from that and choosing what you want to take in. 
and and choosing really from a life mastery, a self mastery perspective. You know, it, taking back your power and being in charge of love and and being who you are, love and happiness and kindness and choosing love no matter what it doesn't what whatever anybody does to you whatever life does to you or whatever situation does to you just choose love and send love it's always better when you do and you feel better because negative words negative thoughts feelings emotions all of it weighs you down it has such power over you and it's so negative it's just heavy Mm. it's a heavy way to live your life and Mm. so to lighten up it's you choose to be who we really are. So rather than reacting to old patterns, uh, hurt or being offended, just, you know, visualize kindness and love and come from there. Just always come from there. Just always center yourself back to that. And yeah. Make that your standard, you know, make that your standard for any future situation or occurrence where you might have been offended or or might have um decided to make a judgment or or t- to have told somebody what to do instead of taking responsibility yourself and choose to be kind and choose to be loving and choose to see life as a beautiful place in in any circumstance no matter what yeah we don't talk about our heart's ability or our soul's ability to go through horrific situations in life and still have love. See, we don't talk about that enough. We have incredible ability to do that. Don't you think, Jane? We do, and we have incredible ability. You know, we have such wisdom internally, and we never give ourselves enough credit for it. And we're so much smarter and so much more empowered and so much more powerful than we ever give ourselves credit for. And uh, we can do so much with our lives if we can just stay out of those places which don't allow us to be like water, to like flow mm-hmm. and shift and and be have soft edges and to be loving and to just have a loving, happy life no matter what, because we can choose that. We can be that. You know, we can have that life. We just have to work at it. Yeah. You know, let's talk for a minute about, uh, and I have, we have a few minutes left. So I want to stop. First of all, thank you for this. And Jane, Jane, I know we've been giving you throughout this Facebook live show, throughout the radio, we've been giving you the 15 steps. Jane's going to put together a, a, a quick summary of this and make it available on her website and we'll help her, uh, get it to you through social media and our website as well. Um, The body of work that you do, I mean, you have a vast toolkit because you are meeting people from every walk of life, right, Jane? Every aspect of hurt and pain, but also people that want to up-level their lives, that want to have joy and peace. And so you've created this platform. Tell folks a bit about that and how they too can work with you to get some help to move on. Yeah, it's really all about perspective and, you know, embracing your challenges and seeing it in a different perspective and looking 
for the light. And there's so much light. There's so much beauty in, in life. And uh, look at some people who've really had, by comparison, if we look at, um, and you talked about it in our last show, um, it was the book about um, this, you'll remember the name, uh, which is escaping me right now, but he was in mm-hmm. a concentration camp. And so, oh, Victor Frankel. Yes, thank you, Victor Frankel. Oh, and, yeah. uh, Life's Search for Meaning was the book that you had talked yeah. about in the last yeah. show. Yeah. If some, my, my point in bringing that up, and that was such a good point for you to bring up, yeah. but it's yeah. if somebody can be in that space, he was in Auschwitz, which was the worst death camp ever. And if he can get through that experience with a lo- the loving soul that we all are, you know, which triumphs over all this darkness it's just you have to let the light in and be you. And, and and look at what he was able to accomplish in his life. He didn't allow that incredibly dark, challenging, there's just no words to describe an experience like that. And look what he was able to do with his life. So if you change your perspective and be who you are, we all have gifts to, to give to people and, and so much so much we can individually do that nobody else can do that's so amazing. And yeah. that's the life you can have. It, you just have to choose it and want it bad enough to embrace it. I mean, that's really what it is. Yeah. And Jane, you're right. There are so many examples in our modern day time. I'm struck by the Dalai Lama who watched his friends be assassinated who watched his land be taken from him. And then I'm also have had the experience of interviewing two gentlemen. One was a gay gentleman and the other one was a white supremacist who beat this gay gentleman to near death and wrote a book about forgiveness and came together for the forgiveness project. So see, it's not a list of impossibilities. We really are at a place of choice with our lives, with our joy, with our love, and with our happiness. So thank Absolutely. you for this today. Thank you it's for my this honor. today. My yeah. honor to be here. Yeah, this is one of the most comprehensive lists I've seen on forgiveness. So I can't wait till you get these put out there. And I can't wait till you get this book written about them because they are awesome. Uh, Jane, one last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? And thank you. I'd like to leave you with uh, some words from Helen Keller. Um, The best and the most beautiful things in the world cannot be seen or even touched. They must be felt with the heart. And that's where we all need to come from is our heart. And when we live from our heart in that beautiful place, life is so much sweeter in every way. Mm. Awesome. Jane Matanga, everybody, please, please, please go to our website. You're going to find a lot of information, but take a look at the work that she does, her journey, her story. You can go to enlightened-path.com. That's enlightened-path.com. And again, Grow Your Soul Radio, we'll see you next time, right, Jane? We will. We'll see you next time. All right. This was amazing. Hey, everybody, thank you so much. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Grow Your Soul Radio with Jane Matanga on TransformationTalkRadio.com. 
Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you'll join us next week as Jane helps you unlock and reclaim the magic in your life. For more information on Jane Matanga or to listen to past shows, visit her website at enlightened-path.com or growyoursoulradio.com. And don't forget to ask Jane about her amazing intuitive life mastery session. See you next time. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.